What's up, everybody? This is Latrice Williams and Melvin Hayden. Hey, everybody. And you are tuning in to The Rooster's Call. Today's topic is all about dealing with trauma. Melvin, what's the first thing a person should do when they are finally ready to deal with their trauma? Actually, the first thing that they should do when you're dealing with it is to accept the fact that you have trauma in your life. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I think throughout um you know, with alcohol, drugs, you know, that's the first thing that everybody says. You have to accept the fact that this is what's a part of you. Mm-hmm. So you actually have to accept the part of your life that has experienced some type of traumatic, you know, had has you have had some type of traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. And then from that point, you have to find out what's comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. You know, talking to a therapist may not be the most comfortable thing for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it may be having a life coach, you know, with helping you figure out certain parts of things in your life that will get you back on track because it's not all about bringing up the past. It's about moving forward from it. But why do you think it's hard for people to want to deal with their trauma? Because it, the, the effort relies on you, right? Right, right. And because you know what? Because you have not talked about it and you've kept it to yourself for so long mm. that it actually becomes a part of you. So guess what? So you 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 get used to being tense. Mm-hmm. You get used to being nervous. You get used to your body tense. You know, you get used to the things that the trauma caused. Mm-hmm. And so you just start to live with it. And the longer you live with it, the less and less you are apt to want to talk about it. And it comes out in so many different ways mm-hmm. that we don't even realize. <laughs> Just because I'm not thinking about it doesn't mean it hadn't changed my nervous system. Right. Doesn't mean it hadn't changed, you know, my my, my prefrontal cortex on mm-hmm. how I think and feel and react and respond. It does all of that. Well, speaking of trauma living within you, where exactly does trauma live within the body? Actually, in every aspect of the body that is known to man, trauma lives. Wow. It lives in your skin, it lives in your nervous system, it lives in your feet, in your hands, in your legs, in Mm. your neck, in your (laughs) eyes. You know, it lives everywhere in you because it causes a physiological change in you. Mm -hmm. And so that's everything. A physiological change is everything you are, your very essence, the being of who you are and what you do. It changes that. So it lives all throughout you, mm-hmm. you know? and until you start breaking <clears throat> down those things, until you start breaking down those walls of how it does. So say somebody is OCD. Mm-hmm. I got to clean this. I got to clean that. You know what? That doesn't necessarily mean that's a chemical imbalance. Mm-hmm. It could have been a traumatic experience. And so you live through the OCD to help you survive what you went through wow. because you don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. That's ADHD. These are mental health diagnoses, you mm-hmm. know, and they're supposed to be chemical imbalances but what do you think trauma is yep it is a chemical imbalance yep. okay that gives you another diagnosis that you didn't have before but until you start breaking down the trauma and why it's you know and how it's affecting other areas of your life mm-hmm. you continue to live with it the way you do wow okay so this next question is interesting if trauma committed the crime who is the getaway driver <laughs> <laughs> If trauma committed a crime, who's the getaway driver? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's trauma. <laughs> trauma not only commits the crime, but trauma creates how to get away from it. I feel okay? like that was a trick question. <laughs> 
Trauma commits the crime. Trauma gets you out of it. It's the same thing. Why? Because once you've experienced it, you mm-hmm. operate in it. Mm. And because you operate in it, there's no aspect of your life that doesn't operate in it. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of scary to think about, though, because it can really control your whole day if you don't, like, address it. Okay. So, imagine you driving to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you not even got to work yet. Mm. You haven't even got started yet. You, you get a phone call or, you know, when you don't want to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You're taking that time to yourself to just drive to work and you get a phone call that you didn't really want to take, but you took it anyway. And now that mess up your whole day. Mm-hmm. Somebody not somebody barely almost cut you off mm-hmm. and, you, <laughs> and, and it messes up your whole day. You know, you get to work, you sit down and you, somebody moves your chair because they cleaned the office the night before and you don't like the way the chair is sitting the way you left it. That messes up your whole day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, it is so many minute things, you know, microscopic mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that we experience throughout the day that throws us off and we don't even know why or how it throws us off, mm-hmm. but it does. So when you ask somebody, well, how's your day? Eh. Or how's your day? It's okay. Mm-hmm. Or how's your day? You don't, sometimes you don't even know why you're saying it's okay or whatever. <laughs> because, you know, subconsciously, you are experiencing mm-hmm. the effects of a, you know, of, of a traumatic experience that you have not dealt with. Mm-hmm. I like the way you explain it, too, because you just showed everybody how little things can add up. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, that'll do it for this episode of The Rooster's Call. Again, be sure to check us out at facebook.com slash the blue rooster mag and online at the blue rooster.org.